0: This is Banging on the drum. It is another beautiful day in West Central Wisconsin, and welcome to our best episode that we have ever put together yet. Putting it together on the fly. Um, Please remember to like, subscribe, download, share. Please share some more. Um, and we would really appreciate it. But as always, I'm your host, P Dog. Joined alongside my co-host M Dog. And M Dog, how you doing today?
1: Uh yeah, I think I'm doing pretty pretty all right. Um No complaints
0: on this end of things anyway. How about you? Oh, I'm doing great. We're back home. We're settled in. Um had a wild week of traveling. So we'll we'll get straight into the overs and unders because we uh we got a lot packed into this show so we're gonna see see how it goes but I'll start with that so my under and why maybe I would be doing bad but I'm doing good now because it's over but I've just been traveling around like a crazy person so we had a flight from where I was living in the Destin Fort Walton area up to Minneapolis Then we drove from Minneapolis to Sparta, had a lot to do right when we got to Sparta. So I had a full day of events, which was awesome. My mom's birthday. Happy birthday, mom. Again, love you. Um, Which was late because I've already said happy birthday to her on this. so She had two happy birthdays uh, uh, this year on the shelves but we, we did her birthday party, which was pretty fun. We did picture like family pictures, like the ones you see with people, like, I I don't know, like the fancy family, family pictures. And then had a party good time, um, which doesn't sound like an under, but then from there we partied all night. Then we had to be in lacrosse for wedding stuff on Saturday which ultimately it was all good but it it was just like a lot of traveling around and I think I feel like an old person like traveling on a plane in a car so it was an hour drive to the airport in Florida and then from the airport in Minneapolis to Sparta it's like what two and a half three hour drive But like the next day, dude, I just felt like I was in a car accident just from being like sitting in shitty seats for a long time. We did get an awesome rental car. I'm getting, I'm already going too long on this, but, uh, but yeah, just a lot of traveling, a lot of like go go there, go there, go there, go there, go there, go there, like very hectic, like. But, but yeah, other than that, though, it was great. So I got a mini over before I get to my over. So when we flew back up, to Wisconsin, we got this flight from a company I never even heard of. It's called Sun Country. Have you heard of that? Yeah, they're, yeah, they're fucking dog shit. Man, they're, they were on um,
1: the worst. They're one of the worst ones. I'm pretty sure. Maybe I'm uh, thinking of Spirit though.
0: Yeah, Maybe Sun I mean, Country
1: isn't that bad. I think I'm thinking of Spirit. Well, they're def- Sun Country.
0: They definitely operate under like the same, like, I don't know, budget friendly yeah budget friendly spirit god no i can't even think of the other one Allegiant, legion maybe frontier yeah 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 so it's like one of those but like sun country i'm pretty sure is like specifically from like for midwest people to get to like sunny places like I'm they, they <laughs> nailed it with their name so my wife and i were in the airport and we're like why are there like all these like it was just like a bunch of like super duper white people. Like that sounds bad, but like we we're just like they were Midwesterners, right? <laughs> yeah, I mean, like,
1: like so.
0: It looked it looked like we had like polar bears in there. It looked like a coke commercial. Um because it was all families too. So it was always like uh where'd you fly out of? We flew out of Destin Fort Walton Beach um oh okay and so i'm standing in line talking to this lady and i was like where are you guys going after minneapolis and they're like no we're going back to minneapolis and then i'm like something clicked to me where i was like oh all these people are from like wisconsin minnesota and they flew down to destin on a vacation Yeah. yeah and and they're they're on their way back from vacation which you would think they'd be a little bit tanner but but my over with that is, though, like, everybody was so nice. Like, you hear, like, oh, hey, Donnie, the gate's over here, man. <laughs> like, like everybody was just, like, helping each other out in the airport, which, I don't know. I mean, obviously, it doesn't ever
1: feel that way.
0: Yeah. It, like, I grew up in that environment, like, where it was, like, seemed like people were operating for, like, the greater good. Like, how do we make this flight? Like, more enjoyable for like everybody. But honestly like we got on the plane like people were like just like passing bags, like helping each other out, like it was crazy. Um all right, and so Pat is uh dual status right now. He is
1: managing his uh fantasy football team with a draft tonight and doing the podcast, so he's a slightly yes. distracted right at the moment, but he's <laughs> going to make a pick
0: here. He oh, is good. going to he
1: already the, made his pick.
0: Who'd you take? Kenneth Gainwell. I handcuffed my running back. Uh, okay. That that was the strategy right there. But basically I'm just gonna be picking the top person on the board from here on out.
1: But yeah, like I was saying, is no, looking for the high grade here on his on his fantasy draft and not really to win his fantasy yeah. draft. So
0: yeah, I just want the grade to say like a plus afterwards. I, I was talking well to Mike before this, and I kind of missed like just not giving a living shit about fantasy and just picking all the Packers and just being like, I'm going to ride like this maybe next year. I'll throw it back to that. So I should have done it this year.
1: Yeah. So we had a guy in our, in our draft that took uh, both Dylan and Jones. And so I think he had to reach on both. He was the 16th pick. He was on the exact opposite end of me in that draft. And he had, to, and he took both Dylan and Jones. So
0: no, kind I'm of an interesting that. move yeah lots of touchdowns are going to be scored between those guys but back to the sun country flight it was amazing very very nice people on there all helped each other out uh made that good but like my ultimate over was so we ultimately flew back for a wedding for one of my best friends i was usher in the wedding my wife was the bridesmaid in the wedding and i think i talked about it last time on the show but like just two very like outgoing, like fun people. And it it lived up to all the hype, like the wedding was amazing. It was one of the best times of my life, like, especially like, so I think they had 200 or maybe a little bit over 200 people at their wedding. And I just picked Damien Harris. Uh, And, and it was like a lot of people like from high school that I hadn't seen in a long time. And it, it was cool catching up with everybody i didn't even get to catch up with some everybody like some people i felt bad like i didn't even get to talk to um but yeah Yeah, i mean i I felt like like i was being social
1: yeah i feel like that happens at almost like every big gathering where there's a bunch of you like you're like oh i saw that guy but i didn't actually get to catch up with him
0: yeah no and i wish i would have maybe did a little bit of a better job of that but like at first i don't know it they're like like i said like they they know everybody they everybody loves them type deal rightfully so they're amazing people um but like i was even almost like intimidating because i was an usher at the door and i was like i didn't even think of this aspect as like i'm gonna be seeing like a bunch of people like that i kind of be got to be like kind of like social to like not i'm not saying like i had like that much pressure on me but like like, oh, hey, how's it going? Like, I'm the first one at the door greeting them. Yeah,
1: yeah. I like, never thought of that either. I thought that was, like, the cake gig. But really, you probably talked to way more people than anybody in the actual wedding party.
0: Yeah. yeah I mean, it was a cake gig, like, because we didn't even have to, like, seat people or anything. I always remember at the wedding, like, we reconnected at, like, the ushers were, like, so good. Like, they, like, took my wife from me and, like, went and put her in a seat like where they wanted her at that Where me and uh jared our fancy our future fantasy expert one day dude's in 25 fantasy leagues blows my 25? mind. 25 holy shit yeah it was I 17 he's don't...
1: actually he legit. like
0: like legit in like that many leagues
1: no yeah the 25. number is like
0: that high it's 25 like so when i at last asked him was like two years ago, and it was 17, but it's grown to 25. But I don't know how you like. That's like all you could be doing. Yeah, and he's the commissioner of this league that I'm doing the draft in right now. So yeah, I don't. I don't know. He told us he has he has no time for the podcast. We, we wanted to bring him on to be the fantasy expert, but he has time to fucking be in 25 leagues. Yeah, asshole. <laughs> uh, but anyways, like we just had to tell people like, oh. Just, just get to your seats where sit wherever um like initially like the moms and dads like sat on opposite sides or or whatever I mean obviously yeah. the moms get walked in and stuff but there was family so we're like honestly like we didn't get told much though like I was just like all right well that looks like uh Garrett's side and that looks like Amy's side so like we're like find a seat wherever you can find a seat but it, it looks like these are the sides if, if you want to do it like that, but there, there really yeah. wasn't sides. Like there was more seating on one side than the other. So like it was mixed match. So it wasn't, wasn't quite like that. But like I said, amazing wedding, one of the best times of my life. It was, it was super fun and it was super cool to see those, those two get married and uh beautiful thing, beautiful thing. That's all I got. Nice. It was,
1: it was awesome. All right, I'll jump into my unders, which are pretty, like, I have a really hard time thinking of unders, which is probably actually pretty good. You know, it means my life isn't so, so terrible, right? But a real first word problem, I got given a lot of food and it's like this pasta dish. It's like a shrimp pasta dish. Somebody that doesn't eat shrimp, right? Got these for some reason. I don't, my sister-in-law, right? Got this shrimp pasta dish doesn't eat shrimp so she's like do you eat shrimp because like my wife's family doesn't eat shit like none of them will eat like anything at all so (laughs) like yeah and so i feel like i have to eat these foods and i would never eat these foods right and then we need like our freezer cleaned out because my niece's birthday's coming up and we're making a cake so we need our freezer to be slightly cleaned out so we can put this ice cream cake in there so i got to eat them up like kind of quick too so i had three of those today and i just feel like real heavy so is it like a shrimp pasta like frozen yeah and meal? it might yeah and it might even be like a quick trip one but they're they're definitely frozen and you just okay. throw them, pop them in the microwave and they're pretty good i'm not like disappointed i don't really like alfredo
0: that much but this okay. is better than most Alfredos. so so i love shrimp alfredo so i think that would be a uh over for me if i got it's not it's not the food that's bad
1: it's the fact that like i have to like actively break my diet this week consistently in order to eat them to get them out of my fridge yeah you're
0: too good because yeah like at some point you just gotta throw some stuff away i think that i don't know if it was making me like break my diet like i was just be like well shit this was free they're being nice they won't eat them anyways yeah like i would maybe throw it away but yeah it does sound pretty yeah, I get you. Well, yeah i guess well yeah i would have like a um a mental battle with it as well but but yeah if that's yeah. you're under that's pretty good under yeah and it's really like a first world problem right to have
1: like free food that I just kind of don't want to
0: eat, right? Yeah. Yeah, no, I mean, definitely pure definition of a first world problem. Because I think if you think of a third world problem as like not having anything to eat, and you're complaining yeah. about having like delicious uh, shrimp Alfredo that you can yeah. pop, like, pop in a microwave that you could yeah. keep in a freezer, pop in a microwave, and yeah. like be too, too full where, yeah, there's people in third world countries that can't keep it in a freezer can't probably don't know what a microwave is somewhere and then yeah yeah (laughs) yeah yeah so i'm i'm mildly inconvenienced
1: by these free meals that i've gotten and so you know it is what it is and then so for my overs i'm back to coaching flag football which actually stresses me out way more than it should right because (laughs) uh like i feel like i need we have like two and a half hour practices with fourth graders, which is way better than two and a half hour practices with third graders. Big difference between fourth graders and third graders for some reason. Not sure why. Like just that one year, like
0: really changed what my team was. Is third grade the first year they do it or is it? Yeah. Yeah. I think that could be it. Like now they know like the rhythm and flow of what they're getting into maybe i don't know
1: could yeah but we were like at the end of the season and like there were kids like jumping on each other poking each other in the eyeballs and shit just crazy stuff last year this year i'm like take a knee and they all just took a knee didn't touch each other nothing of that shit so <laughs> i don't know what the deal was
0: but like uh yeah. they yeah, were just so- beat the shit out of the kid at the end of last season they knew you meant business Well, yeah, I mean, that
1: kid, he even came back, so we're all good. Mm -hmm. No, uh, I did not do anything of the sort, Um, (laughs) but I'm doing that. I got a couple of co-coaches, which might be helping, right? There's three of us, there's 23 kids and there's three, three coaches. So we're in, we can at least wrangle people. Like when I'm talking, somebody can actually be watching the kids instead of
0: just be up there talking. So it might be something like that too, but. Yeah. And so yeah, I mean I'm, that's a that's a pretty good ratio. I don't think like everyone's got eight or whatever. Yeah. Um, but anyway, I got uh
1: got back into that coaching soccer yet yeah, to having a pretty good time with that. Kids in the soccer are getting better. Flag like football's gonna be we're just gonna dominate, I can just feel it in my bones, right? But and then uh did some work on the house this weekend. And I got my some of my foundation patched up, which is, which is good. Hopefully, keep the road inside of the house this winter, right? So some some of the road inside of the house, the rodents, yeah. The oh like, uh, mice, we get mice every year. Got to put traps out and kill them and oh, poison yeah. them and
0: whatever. So yeah, you got to put that cock down. You got to make sure all the. Things are sealed. You you have way more of a manly life than I do. I do not have you, any of that problems. Even if though you I just did things, oh you'd
1: have the same life. You just got to do things like the door thing that you knew was fucked up. You just got to research how to fix that shit and then do it. And like, even if you don't do it right, it just sounds good that it, like my, somebody might come and look at this foundation work that I did and be like, "What in the fuck are you doing?" You can't just do it like that. But I did it. And now I said I did it awesomely on this podcast. You could just pretend you did Just say, change the oil in my car today. You could have taken it to a shop and changed the oil.
0: Just uh, say you changed it. See, I like that better. But (laughs) what, what was your mice count last year? I don't know. Like, I don't know. I'm
1: not positive. Probably two. Killed two of them.
0: Okay. So as long as you have less mice this year i think so i think that's here's
1: the thing about my here's the thing about my foundation right so there's like probably 20 feet on the one side of my house that's exposed like 10 on one side and then 10 on another that are exposed and then everything else is under a deck or like some place that i never look at so the back side of my house i never look at it so like they could be coming in from the back side of the house like like crazy and i don't even like go and examine or like look at what's going on back there so i probably should
0: yeah you need to fix you need to fix it all you can't let them slip in that back door mike (laughs) but sometimes slipping in the back door is kind of fun and that is true but like that's what the mice think oh like oh she left her back i mean he left oh the family (laughs) left their back door open we're going to slide right into that thing have a good old time
1: yep yep
0: uh but really uh
1: i got some i got some of the patch up so i'm happy with that at the moment
0: anyway nice work nice work mike your thing just triggered another story if i can tell it real quick before we move let's into- do it tell okay, the story okay so so i had to leave the house so we drove So were we here last? Now I can't even remember if we were here. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we got back yesterday. And this house that I've been talking about, like that we've been, we just handed over to us like an absolute shithole. So my wife just crushed it and made this house like very livable, very comfortable, everything like that, like clean shit, like spider webs, things like that, dust all over the floor, shit like that. And then I'm going. I text the lady. I was like, hey, I left the keys on the back door or like on the back porch, um, where you can get into and, and we're gone. Like, thank you for everything. I think we uh left this place a lot nicer uh than than we received it, and not not in a mean way, like, but I was like, hey, like, you know how you your dad tells you when you're a kid, like leave things better than. The same or it, it, it was kind of like that sentiment like hey we tried to leave a place better better than we found it she gets this text and next thing i know i'm pulling out of the driveway she blocks me in the driveway and like i'm like okay whatever so i'll say something to her like hey thank you for everything like we're gone but she like left her car there like so i could get, couldn't get out of this driveway and she moves her car. So she comes up, and talks to me and then she moves her car and she was like, Hey, can you walk through the place with me real quick? And I'm like, whatever. Fair. Fair is fair. Like, let's go look at this place. If she has any complaints, I would faint out of like, like, are you kidding me? And then we go into a room and she was like, where, where's the bedspread for this? And I was like, and maybe this is fair on her part i was like it's in here somewhere like she's kind of a hoarder and i was like we we left everything we we didn't want any of her stuff like yeah you wanted to we, use your own stuff anyway yeah, right yeah we put her stuff away so we didn't have to use her stuff and and the next thing i knew she drove back after moving her car to block me in the driveway again it, yeah like she re-blocked me in the driveway and i was like i i promise you we didn't steal anything she's like oh no i'm not trying to like imply that and like in my head i'm like why the fuck did you just block the driveway again but yeah it, it was just like a weird thing then i ended up finding the like shit that she wanted which was like she would have found it in two seconds if if she just looked on her own um and <laughs> And, I mean, we haven't heard anything since. And then she went and, like, moved her car again after I found that stuff. But it, it was just, like, a a weird interaction with a odd person. Yeah, like, I, I'm
1: just. Yeah, and so, like, maybe that's why you had access to this house on such.
0: Because you kind of got it on short notice anyway, right? It, exactly. Like, we would have never took this place, like, if, if we walked into it, like, the way way it was and we had like another option we would have probably took it like we kind of got i I don't even know something fell through where we needed it but whatever i i just it was just an odder interaction that i've ever had it it does sound weird and really like kind of scary yeah i mean i wasn't like scared but i was like she's gonna start rolling out like you owe me for these sheets, this thing, this thing, like, yeah. And like, when we were done, we kind of just threw away like the, the like shower curtains and stuff, like kind of all the like courtesy, not the curtains, but like the, the plastic things and shit. The liner. Yeah. Yeah. So. And she was like, there was a liner here, but she was like, but I guess I won't be too worried about that. I was like, yeah, you should change that when you get new tenants after tenants have been there for three months like yeah i would think so right but but yeah it, it is what it is. It, it was just super super duper odd interaction and uh yeah i'm glad i haven't heard anything yet like i could definitely see her being one of those people that's like oh there was a million dollar thing in here like or i don't know something like that like oh you broke yeah, this which is- and we're like no we fixed that like that was this
1: she's gonna tell you you broke the doors that
0: you fixed <laughs> mm-hmm.
1: yeah Uh the yeah. doors are supposed to swing the other way
0: yeah it, but we did a do a smart thing like we took pictures of like the whole house like before and after yeah and man if, if like anything were i nothing's gonna come out of it but like if anything were to come out of it we would just like show like the house was like green you know i power washed the whole damn house like the back patio you couldn't even tell it was a back patio because there was like so many leaves and shit that i believe really blew off yeah. but but whatever that yeah i don't know your your house stuff triggered that in my head you ready to roll i those- get that you ready? Yeah, let's roll. Yeah, let's roll up the barrel. Oh, I like that, Mike. Good job. All right. So Brewers, um, like I said, I've been on the road a lot. So we're going to do this one real quick. Five and five in their last 10 games, only a game and a half ahead of the Cubs. Cubs are kind of on a heater right now. Won their last four games in a row. So the lead we had closed pretty fast and we need to start playing some baseball uh since our last show uh, we have lost two series and won one uh we lost the Cubs one game to two we beat the Phillies two games to one and then we just lost kind of a shitty game to lose to the Pirates to uh go one and two against the Pirates uh in those series um Quick, like pitch, I guess, type thing. So, Corbin Birds did get touched up a little bit in his last start, but the start before that, he had a great start. Um, Brandon Woodruff has been pitching like a machine. Uh, two quality starts in his in the last seven days. Freddie Peralta pitched a good game today, six innings. I don't even know. Oh, so he did end up. Get, oh yeah, he gave up a homer in the first um but yeah our starting pitching has been good seems like our bullpen's been lacking a little bit which is kind of been our pride and joy for for a while here um and yeah i just made a pick just made a pick in the draft sorry to throw it off but i don't know i still think we're doing pretty good uh Have you been keeping up with uh, this
1: stuff lately? Uh, No, I haven't even been tracking it like on a day-to-day, and that's usually what I do, not necessarily watching games, but tracking I guess I did know the Phillies. I graded that this morning. I knew that, and then I saw that the Pirates game today ended on
0: like a pretty bad strikeout. Yeah, yeah, good Good point to bring up. Yeah, Contreras was just working the count. I think uh, Sal uh, like got on base early in the inning. So we did have a chance to like, oh, no, it was Monasterio. So we did have a chance to maybe tie the game up. Monasterio was still on first outside, gets called for a strike to end the game. When Contreras has been up there battling, I think he goes up, he goes like 0-2, falls a pitch off, ends up getting into a full count, falls a pitch off in a full count, next pitch, quite a bit outside, gets rung up, game's over. It, it was bullshit. It, it was definitely something like, I think everybody watching that game, that's like semi-decent like decent. baseball is like, I hope we can challenge that. But no, they just like, there's no no challenge in that one uh, pitches, quite, yeah, uh in baseball pitches you can't challenge right uh n- yeah no you you can't challenge pitches and I mean there's other stuff you can't challenge but right but yeah I guess he, the game would go so long if you could but I guess if you could challenge like one pitch a game that would have been the one to do it but we will see okay. what happened he should have walked we would have had a runner in scoring position um which again has been like the Brewers just Achilles heel I guess like we had guys on third today with less than one out and didn't get them in um yeah first inning we had Runners on on second and third and who came up I can't even remember who came up, but they struck out, and then uh, Willie Adams hit a home run, so he made up for it. It was nice; he uh, covered covered uh, whoever asked in that situation. But then we did have a a big play where we had a runner on third and first with one out. We pinch hit for Terrain, uh Roddy Tellez, and Roddy Tellez grounded into a double play. So I mean, we definitely had shots to win the game. It, it was. It was a pretty disappointing performance, especially with the way uh, Willie Peralta pitched. gave up a dinger in the first, but other than that, he settled in. And that's kind of, if you've been watching Peralta pitch this year, it's kind of his thing is like give up like one early and then lock in, or one or two early and lock in. But I did have a tweet that said like our top three guys. I took a screenshot of it. Since the All-Star break in their ERAs, I'm already spending more time on this than I expected. But it, it was pretty phenomenal. But I'm going to read the numbers real quick. I don't know if it accounts for Willie Peralta today, but that Ike Brewers podcast tweeted out. So since the All-Star break, Burns has a 3.11 ERA, 1.02 WHIP, 10.2 Ks per nine. Woodruff, 2.78 ERA. Um And then Peralta 2.38 ERA. So our top three guys are giving up, you know, less than four runs uh, quite a bit. Basically less than three runs. uh, Yeah. Or not. So I think we're still in a good place, but the bats come and go. So hopefully the bats are going when we do make it to the playoffs. Yeah.
1: Well, I, I'm certain the Bats are going to get hot for, I don't know, 16 games and just
0: sweep through the playoffs, no problems. Yeah. Our additions, like in Canna and um, Santana, like I think we were semi like understanding of the trade deadline as like, hey, there's just not as many guys to go get.
1: Yeah. And like they crushed the Brewers aren't going to necessarily pay a bunch of guys. But yeah, like it sounds like these two guys are doing well. I mean, they might not be like bringing in like a CC Sabathia. It's not going to be the same market anymore for stuff like that.
0: Yeah, but yeah, Canna, Since we got him, there's probably an easier way to look up his numbers, but he's been ripping the cover off the ball. Um, right now Contreras is hitting so so well uh yelich is still hitting pretty good Willie adamas is like come and go but that that's really in my eyes watching the brewers is like willie's the tipping point will if willie's doing good the team's gonna do good yeah like we need that, him that's the hinge right there because everybody else is pretty locked in a lot less weimer lately i feel like too uh they, they listen to my Hey, yeah, he's really good at defense, but South Relics is pretty damn good at defense. And he hits a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. So, so yeah. All right, let's jump
1: off that and let's start jumping around with the Badgers. How much of this did you get to watch? So I watched a good piece of it, um, kind of as I was just hanging out with uh, the Weiss family. Uh, Maybe – no, we were back. I think we were back by the time it started. We went out to dinner that day. Uh, it was my in laws' fiftieth wedding anniversary, so congratulations
0: to them. Uh, nice, giving the shout out. How many years? Fifty. Fiftieth. Holy cow! You said that right off the bat. I
1: messed it. Yeah, but I mean, so that's fairly significant. Um, I'd say. So. I guess that could that could have been my over. I guess so. Like, I had in in my no maybe there's four this week uh so like my in-laws was the second mine is the third uh my parents is the fourth and then i want to say that maybe one of kelly's sisters is the sixth something like that yeah all anniversaries right
0: so um you guys all were getting married at the same time. We're, yeah, Labor Day weekend, we all got married. So, Oh, damn. And then I got, yeah, so your anniversary. Oh, happy anniversary. Damn. Yours was the yeah. same day as uh, Garrett and Amy's wedding. So I have yeah. had two great, what day would that be? September 4th. September 3rd. 3rd. Two great September 3rds in my life. And honestly, they yeah. got married pretty close to where you got married. I was walking by the lacrosse center. Um, oh yeah, from the hotel, they got married at the waterfront. So I was mm-hmm. like, oh, I've been to a wedding up there before, and I'd been to a wedding at the waterfront before. So very nice yeah. place.
1: So I'm sure theirs is nicer than than mine. We just
0: we went budget. So no, that in my mind, I was surprised that you guys went out loud as you did like so uh, that
1: that was one of the cheapest venues in the lacrosse area really well like for that could hold like so we had probably like
0: 350 people
1: at our wedding okay
0: yeah i was gonna say i recall being to a wedding bigger than than garrett's before and it is yours i think yours is the biggest wedding i've ever been to but like I
1: want to say like 200 of those people are all just Kelly's like immediate family.
0: Yeah. I mean that like that house first cousins. Right. And so just ridiculous. Yeah. When you looked at the table, I mean, Gary or G dog, I think, he, yeah, he has been on, on the show, but um, yeah. from the, the wrestling episode, uh, if you looked at the table, like for seating, there was like, Fifty percent of them had the same last name. Like you were like, yeah. holy shit! There's a ton of these, these German last people. names here. <laughs> these people. Yeah. uh Right. Badgers. I mean, it's
1: just
0: yeah. Jump. We're gonna
1: jump to the Badgers, right? Jump around with the Badgers. Um. So the, I mean, Badgers win thirty-eight seventeen. The first half looks really kind of sketchy, right? Um. I think it gets tied up 7 7 at one point. Uh the Badgers had to kind of walk down, scored a touchdown early, up 7 0. And then Buffalo just comes right back. Kind of walked down the field. The defense is definitely not what it was when Jim Leonard was hanging around. It's just not the same. It's not as I don't want to say dominant, but it's not as stout. Right? Like, I don't think we gave up 17 to anybody like even last year, we didn't give up 17 points that often. And we were yeah. pretty rough last year. And and so, like, I would just say that.
0: Yeah, I, I do have kind of like a
1: short summary after you. Gonna... Yeah, um, the first half went pretty rough. Um, Tanner Mordecai did not impress me. Uh, our defense didn't really impress me. I would expected us to hold them to almost nothing. And then early in the second half, um, Malusi takes one, like, kind of, I don't remember if it was a short pass or if it was a run, but took it, like, 80 yards for a touchdown. Had a really, really nice cut, like, right at the end of it. And then Braylon Allen had maybe, like, three or four runs that added up to 80 yards and got in for the touchdown. Uh, I think he tripped. And bold somebody over, and everybody thinks that he hit that guy on purpose on purpose, but he generally doesn't actually run like that. Um, when he did knock that guy over, like I wish he ran like that all the time and just tried to do that. And yeah, I just don't think he normally does.
0: Yeah, no, I mean you you hammered all the same points I did, but I have my uh Pat semi paying attention while getting ready for uh wedding things breakdown.
1: Oh, I so like same that. a,
0: that's a very succinct yeah yeah a little little specific but i did go back and watch some stuff today too but yeah i was hoping for more out of uh tanner mordecai uh he did not impress me too much I, I think he ended the game with like not like the worst of numbers but sure shit if i pull it off my computer glitches so it wasn't just the internet it might be my computer um but I'm working on that. So uh, throws two picks through one touchdown to Shimmer DK. Shimmer DK's only catch of the game, uh, big TD catch. He does seem like from last year, a guy who could be a real weapon and seeing him only get one catch is a little suspicious to me against a school that's, but yeah, not FCS, not quite FCS, but like I couldn't even tell you Atlantic. No, 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 that's the ACC. They're in the MAC, I believe. Oh yeah, MAC. Yep. Okay, that good call. Um, but yeah, one touchdown, two picks. uh Then the pass defense definitely did not look too good. There was there was definitely some big holes in the pass defense, and. And, yeah, that's going to be a problem, especially once we get into our breakdown of next week. My draft's over, guys. You got all my attention now. And then we didn't force a turnover the whole game. So we threw two picks and didn't get a fumble recovery. Didn't get an interception. Didn't get anything. Which, you know, is just not going to cut it against, like, Big Ten opponents. Uh, if, yeah. if you lose yep. the turnover battle two to nothing, you're not going to be able, able to outpower these guys. So then I went with strengths. Uh, we we ran the ball really well, as you alluded to, like Malusi and uh, Braylon Allen. I want to say uh, Braylon Allen had, like, 17 carries for, like, 130 yards, where Malusi had 13 carries for damn near the same amount of yards Um And we were just running in a more clever way than I was used to. It wasn't like too, like a fullback running back. Like we were running on shotgun, which I think that's setting up for something in the future. So I think the way we were running the ball was a strength is like, we didn't, we weren't throwing the ball as well as we wanted to but we didn't have to go like straight back to the power eye or anything to get us out of trouble they could use the same formations they were using which they might be able to hide stuff with in the future uh, and then then run the shit out of the ball because both both Allen and Lucy ran for i want to say 130 if i pull it up like i said it, it will glitch glitches out of this um yeah i was
1: i was thinking that Allen
0: had a few like had a few more
1: right than that and then Malusi had a little bit less right but it doesn't matter they were both dominant i think i saw it at one point in the third quarter that we were running at like 225 yards or something like that it no, might have been getting, 150 to 75 or something like that no. um i can I'm look get, to i'm glitching out
0: right now so Ches lucy had 13 carries for 157 yards Braylon Allen had 17 carries for 141 yards both of them had two touchdowns like I said Shima DK had one catch 29 yards one touchdown and Tanner Mordecai went 24 of 31 so that ain't bad um I didn't get to pay very super close attention to this so I don't know if it was like check down heavy but it from the numbers, it seems like it's pretty check down heavy where he was 24 of 31 for 189 yards, one touchdown, two
1: yeah. interceptions. And there was a, there was a guy who dropped a, like a wide open, like a touchdown.
0: Oh yeah. Well. Yep, yep.
1: um, I think it was bell just dropped a like walk in touchdown as long I shouldn't say walk and he would have got caught. He was at like the 40 yard line, but like, if he catches that ball, which was in stride, he just goes to the end zone. And he just flat out dropped it, which is one of those, you know.
0: And that turns the stat like that turns the box for yep. a watcher like I'm doing right now. Into he had like a, you know, C minus performance into that was a B of a game. Like yeah, if, two, if he catches that, he gets and he gets, gets forty five yards on that. Right, mm-hmm.
1: that kind of changes what that performance looks like and that has nothing
0: to do with mordecai that has everything to do with bell right so bell fucked up yeah no and, and good catch there i do remember that now that you said that because we definitely were doing and we looked like the like classic espn commercial where like someone's the like, wedding party just around yeah. the phone <laughs> standing at a wedding grant the wedding was on sunday so it was more getting ready for the, the rehearsal and that shit. So it yeah. felt felt a little bit more acceptable. Um, but, but yeah, so ultimately, I felt like the Badgers, you know, had them basically front to back. Like you said, they did tie it up uh, in the first quarter. Badgers put another touchdown on them. They got a huge field goal at the end of the half to make the score 14 to 10 at half. But that's a pretty nice field goal out of a Mac team. I want to say it was a like 53-yarder. Yeah, it, was, but it then, was a long one for sure. But yeah, then the Badgers dominated the the third quarter. And then fourth quarter was basically a wash. So, yeah. Sorry, right, so the I bad. Mean, I'll take it. So take where, it. where are you at? So you'll
1: take it. I mean, it's, it's Fickle's first game. As a Badger, right? Um, I feel like this game should be dominated by the Badgers, whether... No matter who's coaching. I think yeah, well, hopes for the season... Yeah, I think my hopes for the season um, kind of got dashed in this game. Like, I don't feel good about... I felt like I was really high on what the Badgers could be doing this year, right? And I feel like... They're not there yet. So they're gonna to have to advance to that in the next couple of games. When you play Washington State, and then when you play somebody else that's not very like top end that we're gonna play.
0: Yeah. During Washington, those three
1: games, we got to get shit fixed. Right.
0: Yeah. And you're a hundred percent right. Like Washington going to Washington State, uh Wazimalloo or whatever wherever um their city is. I feel like it's a cool name like that. Uh yeah, definitely like that, scared. it me. definitely scares me a little bit more because if you see what Washington State did against granted Colorado State, I don't know shit about Colorado State, but they slung the ball around the yard against them, which is what looked like was our defense's vice is you know, big holes in the passing game. Uh, They got this quarterback. Did we play him last year? Because I remember talking about Cameron Ward last year. Uh, I don't know if it was last year or two years ago. I mean, he was a quarterback then too, but so he transferred from an FCS school. I don't know if I put down uh, what it is, but he's basically been playing college football since he's been on a college campus. So granted, the first year, two years were at uh FCS, but then since he's yeah. gotten to Washington State, he's still been like a pretty solid quarterback, like good decision maker. Uh if you look at his touchdown interceptions, 97 touchdowns to 23 interceptions. But yeah, I mean kind of going I got a little specific there, but yeah, it to me it looks like There's still a lot for the Badgers to figure out. And, yeah, that this season we do have a fairly soft schedule with Ohio State, not until October 28th. Yeah, yeah, I would agree with that. So, hopefully some things can start clicking. Because, like I said, I did like the way they were running the ball. Like, it wasn't – I was more expecting, like, if we ran into trouble, we were just going to be like, Fuck it, let's let's throw this back to some Paul Chris shit. Get the job yeah. done. And but and we don't do have it. anybody
1: in that regime in there. Like I mean, and there's probably a few guys right that stayed on. But for but the, the players, I mean, long
0: changed the whole deal. Yeah, but like, how hard is it to go back into a power eye? Like, it they still have all the linemen,
1: and you still got the the dude, right? Like Braylon Allen is still that guy yeah. that ran in that offense.
0: Yeah. And that's like why I wasn't worried about that game. But so the Badgers are minus six at Washington State. And like I said, Cameron Ward is kind of a problem. Like he's a junior with four years under his belt. So I think this is his fourth year because of the COVID year. But Jeez. he's a damn solid quarterback. Uh, that's about all I know about. Their team, um I assume we can run all over them, but if they can throw all over us, it might be a little bit scarier than we want to see from one of our pre Big tent or whatever. Our uh, maybe they
1: did lose to Washington State last year, and then Illinois was their second big loss. Right.
0: It sounds right. right to me because Cameron Ward's name is just ringing too much of a bell
1: well, to me. so washington state just put like nine guys in the box last year and like just said if you're going to beat us you're going to have to pass the ball and we couldn't do it and i don't think that that's really can be the case this year yeah you know what i mean no. like i think mordecai and the spread offense will now we might get some few drops out of a couple guys or like some stupid plays i think uh cj williams the guy that i thought was going to be like like a super like heady player made like a really dumb mistake where he stepped out of bounce before he caught a pass too and so like some of those things we just get like fixed and the drops we get fixed and all of a sudden we're going to be a much much better like passing team too and it'll even look that way in the box score Anyway, the Badgers are minus yeah, six.
0: And I want to say I thought you go for it.
1: Uh, so, anyway, the Badgers are minus six, and we are um, like, I'm going to take the Badgers and, and I don't know, give the points, right? You give the points so that is that the right terminology? I feel like it is. I'm going to take the Badgers in this one. Yeah. Take them. To yeah. Cover. You- um, did you see what the over under yeah, was?
0: Give the points.
1: Uh I did not. And okay, I, I don't know I, that I'm, done. I'm I'm betting it. I'm guessing it's low. Yeah. Why don't you just leave that? Let leave that alone for now. Yeah. It was glitching pretty hardcore there for a minute. Um, but I'm gonna I'm gonna take the Badgers to cover in this game. Um, might be a little bit homerish, but I think what I remember. If it was Was Washington, I think it was Washington state and they just stacked the box on us and like we couldn't run the ball at all. And I don't think that they're going to have the opportunity to do that again this year. I think we do have better wide receivers. I think our our quarterback is at, at the very least more efficient if he isn't more talented and the offense is set up to really chuck the ball downfield if we want.
0: Yeah, no, I, I would still take the Badgers in this game I'd be skeptical like I mean if I had to take a team in this game I would take the Badgers hoping that they figured some stuff out like you said and is fairly obvious to like everybody listening to this like it was Fickle's first game there a big drop pass kind of takes us away from covering in that game I want to say um I could be wrong about that.
1: I mean, so that was in the middle of the game. It wasn't like late in the game or nothing. Um, but, I, I mean, if he catches that and gets in, which is a real possibility, the Badgers then covered I think it was at 28 and we were at, what, sitting at 21? Yeah, Yep. Yeah. 21 point win. So uh, So maybe it was 28 and a half and we still would have not got there, but it would have been close, a lot closer anyway. I think yeah. we missed it on both of them. We said it was going to; they were going to cover and hit the under. I think yeah, that's what I, we both said. They hit the over and didn't cover. So,
0: yep, over two, over two on our uh, our gambling that advice this year. That doesn't count. <laughs> that those college games don't count. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean to to close it up on the Badgers. It, 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 I mean, it is what it is. Like, well, we will see. I think next week if we have a chance to be real this year or not. Um, if the Badgers come out and smoke them, I'm gonna be right back on. Like, hey, we got an easy schedule. We got time to figure shit out before uh, yeah. before Ohio State, and we'll be good. But yeah, and I, I, I definitely think if you can correct if you correct
1: some of your problems, like I'm comfortable with where the badgers are, but I see that
0: they have problems right now. I definitely thought Mordecai was more of a runner, but like, while well, I was glitching on South the last time. Uh, he, he's not, not that much for runner uh, statistically. I think I see like one highlight of him cruising down the field. And I, I took that for, he could run, but, but yeah, he's, not much of that but we got to just watch out for cameron ward and their one i I was going through all their numbers and stuff like their receiving core doesn't look like stacked they did have a receiver that from hawaii that was like yeah dude we definitely played them last year and and lost uh because i remember talking about some of these guys and but yeah Nothing like too spectacular for weapons. I just think it's a good quarterback that's smart with the ball. That's all you need in college. Like that, that can win you a game.
1: Yeah, yeah. He gets rid of those two interceptions and just makes some incompletions.
0: That can make a big difference as well. Yeah. Oh yeah. The one interception was should have been a house call. Dude tripped on his way back to the end zone. So. That saved us a little bit too, there. Yep. It, it, yep. We're going into Mordecai. You ready to start leaping in Lambo, our first time of the year? Get ready for some Packers football this Sunday. Do you want to do this now or do you want to save this yeah. for Friday? No, let's do like a, just a
1: quick little breakdown of what's coming up. So, Sunday, if you don't catch us on our next one, um, we are playing the Bears. Uh, The Bears are minus one this game, which means the Packers are not favored. Feels like it's been a long time since they haven't been favored going into a Bears game, right? But I suppose the landlord left, and so now got new ownership coming in. Got to see if they can lay the law down. Um, But we we may have a little bit of a problem. It looks like Watson and Dobbs are both sitting out practice on Wednesday and questionable for Sunday's game. That does not look good. Um, The over under is 42, which would imply that it's going to be a defensive game. So what 42 with the one is like, I don't even know. 21, 20. I mean, 22,
0: 20, 21, 20, but yeah, you can't, right. You can't split it. Yeah, I
1: don't. Yeah, I don't think he can. So, and then twenty-two, twenty-one. But so, I don't know. I guess the Packers need to find three touchdowns somewhere to get the win. And I don't think that that's impossible. But we are looking at a at a day where our wide receivers would have hundred and twelve snaps total if Dobbs and Watson sit on Sunday, and they're all from Toure.
0: Yeah, I, I don't think that w- – I think both those guys are going to be playing. I don't know why I think that, but, like, I, I just think it's kind of a precautionary thing and maybe even, like, a mind game with, uh, with the Bears, like, being like – I guess maybe you would think, like, in a mind game that like you want them to think that we're going to be coming in fully loaded, but maybe the Bears know. are like – like, how do you feel if you think
1: you're gonna win? Do you think you got to play as hard if you know you're gonna win a game?
0: Exactly. So, I mean that. I mean that right. is good. So, yeah, may I think it is like I definitely think it is like maybe not even a mind game, but like more of a hey, like you guys have been doing already, right. working your asses off. Like you are a little a dinged little, up, yeah, a little rest before this, yeah. So, all right. And so I'm just, worried. I just that's you're... just
1: a quick like we're playing the Bears. The Bears are favored in this game. Um, and I guess all I got to say about this is go pack go. Right? Like I don't have anything else to say. I'm I'm ready for the start of the season. I'm very excited about um, I guess it depends on when you're listening tonight or tomorrow night. If you're like, I don't I doubt it'll be out where anybody can listen to it. On Wednesday, but we're recording this on Wednesday. I'm excited about Thursday night football. Um, or on this show, what what we like to call Thursday night thunder. And oh, yeah. uh so the Lions are at the Chiefs on Thursday night. The Chiefs are minus four and a half in that game. Um, basically the homecoming Super Bowl game or whatever, right? That's kind of how they do it.
0: Yeah.
1: I do think that traditionally they played two games either on this night or on Monday night. And it doesn't look like that is happening on either one.
0: No, I don't think so either. I think it's they did one and one, which I'm not too disappointed about. I, I think I would rather have more of the games on uh Sunday because I feel like it's been two Monday night games recently in the league. And yeah, the second one's usually like too late. But yeah, one Thursday night game, one Monday night game um so so yeah we got this game currently telling me chiefs minus five do we want to pick it at four and a half or five
1: we can pick it at either like let's pick it at five if you feel like it has moved to five um looks like i think
0: it's wiggled back and forth
1: okay um anyway looks like the public is on it at on the Chiefs, which is why it's moving that way. Um, well, I think I missed it.
0: Started so, at five, went back to four and a half, back to five. It,
1: which is weird that it's going to the Chiefs due to the fact that Kelsey, like, more than likely is not going to play in week one. Yeah. Um, I'll take the, take the Chiefs. I'm going to take the Chiefs. All right. Even We're, though they're not really a team that covers very effectively. If no. I remember
0: correctly from last year. I think that's like the keep it simple, stupid pick of the week. I think people are high on the Lions, which are, is yeah. is making this line even closer um than it should be. It, it does seem like fair to me, but... But, yeah, I'm going to pick the Chiefs just because I'm not going to overthink this thing. And I don't quite – like, I do have a little bit of a soft spot for the Lions, but not as much as, like, the general public that doesn't have them in their league with them or in their division with them. So Yeah. So, I, I think the Chiefs, if I had to make a bold prediction, just come out and blow their doors off and people are going to be like, why the fuck did we doubt the Chiefs here? That's that's kind of... Whereas I think if you pick the lines and that happens, you're just kind of like, wow, I'm stupid. I should have known better. Yep. Yeah, I think you're right about that. Um,
1: I guess I don't have too much else on this game. Uh, I'm excited about getting into to watch real football again. Uh, I don't necessarily think college football appears to be like as tight run of a ship because it's not right and it just doesn't feel as quality on the football side
0: of things as yeah it's throwing. just mayhem I-, I was gonna put two notes like two notable games um colorado with Deion sanders at the head yep. at the helm now went out and blew the doors off of uh tcu and then fsu just blew up the living shit out of LSU. So I mean there there is shit. This is our preseason. All right, we, we wait till the first week of the season to have the preseason. But I don't know. Shit like that's exciting to me, is, is yeah, just seeing, and grant I didn't get to see much of either of those games, but just seeing the scores at the end of it, I'm like, this shit's exciting. And looking at the college football top 25. It just looks like it's going to be like a super fun year in college football. Like, you got uh, Tulane in the top 25. You got some like weird teams like Washington. I want to say the Pac 12, which is 13 teams, went 13 and 0 while they're evaporating. Like, it's. Oh, really? It's just going to be a crazy season. So. I think this college football season is going to be one of the more fun ones to watch in a long time because it's kind of a kiss goodbye to like what we knew traditionally college yeah. is college football, but, but we'll see how it goes. I'm sure that landscape is just going to constantly shift until it shifts back to like what we knew it was in, in, uh, 2060, hopefully we're no, still so- alive for it yeah i don't anticipate dying before
1: probably twenty one eighty five or so but um 200 200 years yeah should be alive i mean science will catch up to whatever it get, starts getting me
0: yeah we should be good
1: yeah should be just fine um but i don't think it changes because i think travels become too easy right so i think that it was it was the way it was because travel used to be
0: more difficult that yeah that makes a lot of sense honestly yeah i've never even thought of that i mean like i've obviously thought like oh they're gonna be traveling more and it's gonna be a pain in the ass one of the the one points that i've been seeing is like sure football you travel once a week or whatever it is uh but like with other sports like it 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 does still make it more difficult like i couldn't imagine being a basketball player and traveling from USC to, or so from Southern California to Ohio. Rutgers, Rutgers, yeah, yeah Rutgers, <laughs> yeah, that right, I that's mean, a better one. Coast to coast, there. So and like
1: diagonally across the country, not just you know from the north end
0: to the north end, right? So yeah, I mean it's got to be one of the longer flights you can possibly take. In the country i guess if you go from miami I, I would think like northwest washington's yeah seattle to washington
1: miami or something like that right yeah. um which i which i don't think or is seattle, like outside the realm of possibility really inside the big ten i think if the acc starts to dissolve miami florida state clemson duke north carolina those teams are going to try to like the big ten is going to try to scoop at least some of those teams
0: yeah, and FSU definitely seems like the SEC would be a good fit for them. Yeah, I, I mean, so I th- yeah, so the SEC
1: could take up all of those teams, really, and not like be moving outside of their comfort zone. They have not moved outside of the actually the Southeast, really at all. It's outside of maybe, maybe Texas A and M, right? I guess Oklahoma. I don't consider oklahoma in the southeast
0: yeah but it's still south southeast like they don't have anybody too too far north but right so uh, where, like the big
1: the big ten literally has spans the country from rutgers which is in new jersey like north new jersey right outside of new york to
0: la yeah i mean that covers yeah it covers the whole country but, yeah, I, I, SEC, like, could go any direction, though, really, from, like, gr- like if they picked up Washington, that would be a little wild. But, I mean, Tennessee, Kentucky, like, they're not that far south, like, where, right. like, if, if they got, like, an Ohio team, it wouldn't be, like, that big of a crazy expansion, so...
1: Right, they could probably pull Notre Dame too, where like Indiana isn't like ridiculous. Yeah, right? not compared at all.
0: to Kentucky. No, it it would probably be closer for like Kentucky and Tennessee than some of the places they they go down to play in the right. SEC. So, but do you have a brain drain that you want to wrap this up with, or do you just want to wrap this up?
1: No brain drain. The brain drains for me are probably going to be mostly done because it'll be just like watching football shit
0: yeah yeah so yeah that could be like an off-season thing but just to give you guys a little bit of preview if you hung around this long, so we're going to be trying to do two shows one on Sunday one on Wednesday get the Sunday one out by Monday get the Wednesday one out by Thursday and I think the Sunday Monday one is going to be all business we're just going to get straight into the sports We're going to put kind of more of the life events and stuff on the Wednesday one and then picks. Um, This is still our preseason, so I think we're going to try to come out with one Friday. We're going to put all of our picks in. And, yeah, I think that's how the show's going to go. But as always, we appreciate the support. We love you guys. Please remember to like, subscribe, download, share. Um, That's all I got for you. Mike, what do you got? If you're
1: doubting the Brewers, the Badgers, the Bucks, the Packers or Martin Truex Jr., you can eat our shorts. Roll it. All them
0: suckers that doubted the Packers came. Eat my shorts. All them suckers that doubted the Packers came. Eat my shorts. Eat them. All them suckers that doubted the Packers came. Eat my shorts. Eat my shorts.